Hello, Dynasty Wonderland. It is your salary captain, Aaron Stewart, checking in for a brief waiver wire dumpster dive here. Yeah, I could give you all the obvious names, all the names that all the sites are already telling, telling you to add onto your teams. But guess what? Look, if you've been following my wide receiver cornerback article matchup, that's weekly on player profiler. It goes live every Saturday. I'm already telling you, I'm giving you the players that are the waiver wire ads the following week. This past week, Darnell Mooney, I had him as one of my start recommendations. Thought he could finish in the top 30. He finished inside the top 20. And guess what? All the waiver wires are saying, go add him. You've been following me. You've already got him. So I'm looking at using that same concept of diving a little deeper into the waiver wire, finding some guys that hopefully not too many of these waiver wire articles are going to are going to talk about. And the goal of this one is not so much that these guys can start, but hey, you got to build some depth on your team. Maybe stash that guy that maybe in a couple of weeks can help you. So here we go. I've got four guys that are all under 20% rostered, according to ESPN. First one I'm going to start with, this is one that actually may get some, uh, some mentions and some articles here. That's Mr. Van Jefferson. And it's funny I should mention him. Because last week when I brought you this, I talked about Van Jefferson. I said, look, he's on the Rams. He's on a good offense. He's playing a lot. Currently right now, his snaps here pending week four, but it's over 80%. That's in the top 40. He's out there playing. His average target distance, 14.8, number 15. He's got a solidified role. And it led to six catches, 90 yards, a touchdown on six targets. It's not the target share that we desire, but... If anything were to happen to Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson has been the next most fantasy-relevant receiver. It has been Robert Woods, not consistently. He's been extremely frustrating. Van Jefferson, he's worth adding if he manages to slip through with waiver wires. People chase last week's production. He's He should be a hot commodity. Now, if your league does allow him to slip, pick him up, and this is your last warning on it because you'll never get him again. Let's go to another receiver that didn't have a big performance, Mr. Terrace Marshall. I thought he was going to have his breakout game, but it ended up three targets. He caught one of them for two yards and zero touchdowns. In your fantasy leagues, people are going to see that and go, eh, no reason to pick him up. He didn't produce. But the fact of the matter is they did trade away Dan Arnold. And with Christian McCaffrey, he's still going to miss games. And you know what? Those two guys, they averaged nine targets a game. I said it wasn't going to all go to DJ Moore, but I guess it did. And yes, Robbie Anderson as the veteran is still the number two. Terrace Marshall is the third guy in the pecking order here. And eventually I do think he's going to pass Robbie Anderson, maybe even this season. And because he had a quiet game, you don't even have to put in a waiver claim. You can go, oh, look. Like I got my waiver claims. If you have rolling waiver wire system where maybe you want to uh, be strategic with where you use your waiver claims, don't put in a waiver claim, pick up this guy, ton of upside with Terrace Marshall, extremely productive in college. And he's familiar with Joe Brady. And you know what? There's some, there's worse shots to take. That's for sure. Currently he's rostered in less than 15% of leagues and the snap share 
Snap share has gone up for three straight weeks from 51% to 62% last week to this most recent week where it did exceed 70%. Snap share is going up. Opportunities will follow. Then productivity will follow. Get this guy while he's free. I don't even think you have to put in a waiver claim because of that horrible performance. But man, if you're hurting a receiver, put them on the end of your bench. Now, we're going to shift to what, what people really want to hear about. It's running backs, good old running backs. Here's one. He hasn't done anything at all this season because he's been injured. It's Jeff Wilson. He had the meniscus surgery. He was put on PUP before the season started, which means he's going to miss the first six weeks. So far in four games this season, no running back in San Francisco has been able to claim that starting running back role, like that full-on workhorse role. Guess who has been able to do that in the past? That's right, Mr. Jeff Wilson. The final two weeks of 2020, he exceeded a 70% snap share. Yes, a lot of his fantasy production came through the touchdowns. He scored 10 touchdowns. Is, that, is he going to be able to score that many touchdowns at that rate, which exceeded 7%? Probably not, but he's proven that he could be the guy. They, they've fed him 20-plus targets multiple games. That's something Elijah Mitchell hasn't been able to do. We have the one big game in week one, and then kind of already fell apart. Like those, those small running backs, that's the risk with them. With Jeff Wilson, he could come back in this, claim that starting running back role because – Elijah Mitchell's the best case there. Trey Sermon, he's a flop, but it's the nobody has established himself. And right now you can find him. He's he's rostered in less than 10% of leagues, mainly because he's injured, especially if you don't have anyone on IR. I mentioned Jeff Wilson last week, but definitely pick him up, put him on IR. And then, hey, if you have an open roster spot, you can pick up Terrace Marshall. Or if you want another running back, my last guy for, for this week's waiver wire dumpster dive is Mr. Samaje P. Ryan. Joe Mixon left the game, hobbled a little bit with an ankle injury. Now his head coach, Zach Taylor, said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's day to day, day to day. Okay. Adam Schefter says week to week. Where's the truth? It probably lies in the middle. But depending on what that ankle is, if it's, if it's even if it's just a regular sprained ankle, who knows? He may still miss. He may miss a game. If it's the dreaded high ankle sprain, though, he's going to miss multiple games. Enter Samaje P. Ryan. P. Ryan last year was actually efficient. He averaged 0.88 fantasy points per opportunity. That was inside the top 30 amongst running backs. He has proven with his ability to pass block, he's going to be out there on third downs. Because if Mixon misses games, there's no Geo this year. The only other running back is rookie sixth rounder, Chris Evans. And yes, he can catch passes, but do they trust him to protect Joe Burrow as a third down pass blocker? Probably not. Samaje P. Ryan could be walking into if Mixon misses the game. P. Ryan could handle the full workload. He could. He could be a 70% snap share guy. It's not sexy. And for that reason, that's why he's rostered in less than 2% of leagues. And if people buy into the day-to-day, may not be a single waiver claim. But if you're hurt that running back and you just want to shoot for the moon, go ahead and pick up Samaj P. Ryan. This is your salary captain, Aaron Stewart. Checking out.